2: Oh, yeah. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard alongside my partner, Rob, Rob Parker. Parker. And we're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studio. We'll do it live. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. And this right here, the Odd Couple is the way sports talk radio should be. So keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app or SiriusXM Channel 83, however you may be Alex listening, you, you won't be sorry. Keep it locked for the next 3 hours. We do hear you, Rob Parker. How are you? Can you hear me? Rob is uh, uh yeah. apparently we got you. Apparently yeah. experiencing some technical difficulties. Hero. Rob, we hear you. I hear you. Do you hear me? I hear you. Okay. Okay. Yep. How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm How are you excellent. feeling better today? Feeling better. Yeah I, yeah, I felt fine yesterday, but my voice was feel laryngitis. Sick. You know, I used to get laryngitis as a kid. And just for a few days, I couldn't really speak. Um or, or barely could speak. So uh maybe that's just come back on me. But now I'm good. You don't
1: want that. You got you gotta talk every day. That's it, all that, I that's do no is good. run my
2: mouth, you know. So um it was nice to have last night's off the off. It gave my voice a rest. So I'm not a hundred percent, I'm probably eighty five. Play through but, uh, it. Play through good. it. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Did TV <laughs> earlier, first things first. And now, doing the odd couple. Lots to get to, so let's introduce the crew and get I'll to it. I'll say this I'm bummed
1: out today. We'll talk about it later, but I'm bummed out.
2: Okay. I have a feeling I know about, about the baseball what. Hall That'll of Fame. That'll be a trash talk, I guess.
1: You know that. I'm it is a trash
2: talking Tuesday. So, in a moment, I'll come to you about who you're trashing. But we got uh, Kevin Wired on the updates, we've got uh, the one and only Elijah Sabunia on social media. Shay Morgan Gart is uh, in for Rob as the producer. And, of course, on the ones and twos, the one and only DJ Alex Teichert, a.k.a. Alex the Vegan. All right, Rob, it is a Trash Talking Tuesday, so second hour of the show. You better trash anyone or anything in the world of sports. You'll get about 30 to 40 seconds to do so. Rob, who are you trashing? I'm trashing the
1: BBWAA,
2: my, my brother in.
1: Baseball wow. Writers <laughs>
2: Association.
1: Yes, of America. I don't know. I just I look at two people who got in, Chris, and I could not, dis, I could not uh, disagree with the selections anymore. Joe Maurer and Todd Helton. Hall of very good players, just not Hall of Famers. Eldrie, Adrian Beltray, a layup. 3,100 yeah. hits, Chris, a layup, 90-something percent. What do he get, 94 percent? That was not the issue. And Gary Sheffield fell short his last year, about 64 percent. He needed 75, so he would have to go to the Veterans Committee. So it stinks, but uh, that's who I'm trying. Well, Rob, I
2: got one thing to say to you. I don't want to hear another word about the Basketball Hall of Fame. Anybody gets in. Really? You Anybody it's gets in the baseball faithful. Hall of Fame nowadays. It's painful. Yes, it is not what it used to be. Look, like you said, Joe Mauer, nice player, right? But a Hall of Famer, Chris. Can I let me
1: give you a quick stat? You ready? When they moved to Target Field, he played there eight years, Chris. He had ready thirty-two home runs. In like 2,500 at-bats, Chris, wow. which is equal to four seasons. So he averaged right. eight home runs a season. Eight. Yep. Yep. That is not Hall of Fame. Chris, Darryl Strawberry has more career RBIs than Joe Maurer. Joe Mauer averaged 61 RBIs a season. That's not Hall of Fame. I'm going to be honest, 61
2: The last few years... I don't know. It just felt to me like it almost like they're looking to just put guys in. I mean, really. I agree. Am I, am I wrong? Like No. Helton I agree. He was nice. I mean, he played in Colorado, so you know, we know what what, what Chris goes go on up look there. at his numbers home and road. Home right. through the roof. Road right. average player. Yep. Okay. Yep.
1: And the last one is uh, yeah, just I, I'm with you, and we saw it last year with uh Scott Rowland. You remember Scott yeah, Rowland? Yeah. We all saw Scott Rowland, he was a very good player, he wasn't a Hall of Famer, so that's right. where we are.
2: Nice, no, it's it's, it's definitely right. lowered the bar. All right, we'll get to more of that later in the show, but Rob, we got to start here. The news of the day, uh, and, and a bit surprising, even though you know, I think we all can look back and say, you know what, yeah, they, they weren't really clicking, but the Milwaukee Bucks uh 43 games into the season fire their first year coach Adrian Griffin longtime assistant former player and a guy that you know many thought was going to be a good head coach and it didn't work out a lot of reasons obviously defensively they were struggling mightily Rob, last year they were the fourth rated defensive team in the league um this year they dropped to twenty first, uh, but they were thirty and thirteen. That's the second best record in the Eastern Conference, and uh, actually tied for the second best record in the league. But they didn't look like Rob. Now, who knows? I mean, they had a new Damian Lillard. Obviously, that's a big piece, Christian. That's you're a big adjustment. Yep. am I right? Like, like yes. So I'm you, not you sitting can, here to, to make
1: excuses right. or whatever. I'm just saying, like, like. They're not what's their record? Thirty and thirteen. Thirty and thirteen. They're not thirteen and thirty, Chris. Okay. I get right. that.
2: Oh, yeah, At, he wouldn't have even gotten this far if that was
1: Right. Right. But but to get fired nowadays with a thirty and thirty can you imagine these older coaches looking going, Are you serious?
2: Like they Well, I think what it speaks to, Rob, is the desperation that this franchise is feeling. Right? They just made a big trade. And let's face it, Damian Lillard, who we all know is a is a great player, top 75, whether you think he should be or not, he is. And he's certainly a first ballot Hall of Famer. He hasn't played as well as usual. And do you blame that on the coach? Do you blame that on Lillard? Whatever. But I, I do think to your point, and I correct me if I'm wrong, I think you're kind of saying, Rob, I mean, it was going to be an adjustment. You were losing Drew Holiday, who was one of your key pieces. You're bringing in a star who has the ball in his hands, so it's not going to happen overnight. And uh, maybe things, as time went on, would have gotten better, but they weren't willing to wait. Um, because I, I got to be honest, right? right now, I think Boston looked better. I think Philly looked better. And Miami getting Terry Rozier, that's a move I really like. I think they – we know they've had Milwaukee's number. I think they probably in the postseason would have had a great chance of beating uh, Milwaukee. So I don't know if this will work out, but I think those are a lot of the reasons. And, Rob, let me say this. And and Giannis, here's a quote Giannis had after they lost to the Rockets – On January 6th, Rob. This, tell me if you agree with me. This is a death quote for a coach. And I'm not blaming Giannis, but when you hear this, you got it, it does not speak well of the coach. Here it is. Now, defensively, we have to have a plan. This is Giannis. What is our strategy? (laughs) Are we going to give a lot of open threes? Are we going to let them get in the paint? When they go in the post, are we going to stay with ours and play one-on-one? What is our strategy? Right now, we're giving everything. We are giving everything. We are giving the threes. We are giving straight line drives. We are letting guys play in the post and get comfortable. We're giving offensive rebounds. I mean, Rob, am I wrong or does that sound like – we don't agree with the strategy. We don't even know what the strategy is.
1: No, Chris, you're, you're being nice. I mean that that was <laughs> it right there. There you could go right back to that quote. If your ownership or management or whatever, and you're like, okay, uh, not, not, they don't even the players don't even know what they're doing. Giannis yep. is complaining about defense. Forget that you gave away your best defensive player. Like like act like that didn't happen. Right.
2: Right. Right,
1: like that, because people said and that when they made
2: getting torched on the uh, when they made the
1: trade. Right, the first yep. thing people said is you just gave up your best defensive player. Yep. like this is why you were a really good defensive team, and now you know Damian Lillard's not that. Right. Okay. Right. No, so, no, so, no, so you're going to so. give up something. You got firepower offensively, but defensively, you're going to give up something. And and to uh, yeah, you know, I I, I would expect Chris. Like, there would be some scandal behind the scenes or the players. You that think? total No, no, no. I'm saying I can oh. accept that more oh. to get rid of a coach at 30 and 13 this early in the season. It ain't about, Chris, where you are now. I'm sorry. It's about where you are in in April. You know what I mean? Or when the, but it, it really is. You. Like, it's a progress. Like Like, being the number one seed now doesn't guarantee you anything.
2: It no. just doesn't. I mean, like look, there's the record was fine. Right. Offensively they were fine. Defense was the problem. You look, you make a legitimate point for giving it a shot, and maybe something will come out that there were, you know, issues or whatever. That's what
1: I'm saying. That Like, that's what it feels like to, to make this move. You, this was not like some guy who hadn't been around, hadn't paid his dues, Chris. Right. All this other stuff. This is a guy who's uh, bred in the NBA. And what were you about, 16 years as an assistant? I mean, like a long
2: time. No, a long time with a
0: lot
1: of okay. teams. Okay, with a lot of, a lot of teams. Yeah. He's been around. Here's his opportunity. And you give this
2: guy a cup of coffee and a we roll and say that's it. Wow! No, I, I hear you, and that's that's legitimate. Now, Rob, the big thing as a big part of this too is Doc Rivers. Apparently, about a month ago, Doc Rivers, at the longing of the owners of the Bucks, became the consultant for Adrian Griffin, and now. He appears to be the lead candidate. I don't, you know, he's certainly one of the lead candidates. Chris. (laughs) Chris, I'm going to stop you
1: because this is is lunacy, okay? This is absolute lunacy. Please. I don't understand it. I I get Doc Rivers, long coaching career, won a championship. We gave him a parade. We threw confetti on his head. All that. Long time ago, too. That was a long time ago. And now here we go again. After he's been put, like he had the Clippers' job with Kawhi and Paul George, he was in Philadelphia with Embiid in that group, and and that didn't work out. And now you're going to send him to Giannis? So,
2: really? Uh, okay, I, I, Rob, it, it, I'm with you. I, I, why? Why? We and look, we say, everybody knows we first guessed this. We said this when Doc went to Philly. Yes. Why? You remember? We were
1: floored. We were floored that 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 happened.
2: Doc Rivers has blown more 3-1 leads than any coach in history. He's blown three of them. Three 3-1 leads. He's blown four 3-2 leads, Rob. And another 2-0 lead. And I don't mean four 3-2 leads that were 3-1 leads at one point separately all right i I, what why and i'm not saying doc's a horrendous coach nobody's saying that. but doc is has he shown that he can get the team over the hump the clippers hired him they were a good team they had lob city to get past the second round never did it and then uh, Ty Lue comes in. He shows up right and, away. And, 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 and Kawhi is hurt, and they get to the Western right. Conference Finals. Right. I'm just saying, like, and I'm going to throw, throw this out for a lot of the jobs that are out there. I know he ain't going to get it. Rob, I'd like to see him give Mark Jackson a shot. I know they won't. For yeah. whatever reason, he's blackballed. Kenny Atkinson is another name. I think of Kenny Atkinson as a guy that would be good for a rebuilding team. Young team, scrappy, get the most out of him. When he was in Brooklyn, Rob, the, the Stars didn't want him. Yep. I just – I I don't know, man. They, I don't know where they're
1: heading. The, the NBA starting to feel like the NHL, Chris. I don't know how close – they fired coaches left and right. And now it just seems like – like, I, like, coaches are just getting tossed out. Like, everybody wants Darvin Ham fired. Everybody, like, like yeah, more so than ever that. before. They just won the in-season tournament, Chris, and two weeks later, they're like, get rid of Darvin Ham. He doesn't know what he's doing.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. All right, it is the Odd Couple. Chris and Rob, 877 on Fox, 877 996 Your thoughts on the firing of Adrian Griffin in Milwaukee. And do you think Doc Rivers is the answer? Your thoughts next. Odd Couple, Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio.
1: Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
4: on purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. What's up, everybody? This is
3: Stephen A. Smith. When
4: I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my
3: studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
6: I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the General. And we are your hosts of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but...
3: Same old us.
4: Oh, 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 oh.
6: And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your
4: podcasts.
2: That's right. It is the odd couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. And we are live from the tirerack.com studios. Listen up, y'all. Let express employment professionals help hire your, your next pro. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, and interviewing unqualified applicants. Instead, move on up to the pros. Go to expresspros.com to find the location near you. That's expresspros.com. Rob, we got a few guests this hour, a lot going on this hour. We got John Mitchell, former reporter and columnist for the Philadelphia Tribune. And, uh, Rob, you remember I, I covered the NBA with John. Uh, he was yeah, covering of the Washington we all know John. Wizards. Yeah. And, and I was covering the, uh, I don't even remember which team. Uh, when I met him, but longtime reporter does a great job. We'll bring him on to talk about the uh, Philadelphia 76ers and other things uh, in the, the NBA. Maybe other things in Philadelphia. Maybe Doc Rivers. We'll see what, what we want to talk to John about. Then Randy Mueller follows him, the former NFL executive who joins us every uh, Tuesday on the I Couple during the NFL season. And then, of course, it's Trash Talk. And that's where it's your time to shine, the last segment of the hour. You'll get 30 to 40 seconds to trash anyone or anything in the NBA. So make sure you get your takes ready and hit us up at 877-99 on Fox. But, Rob, the big talk, uh, at least until the firing of Adrian Griffin around the NBA, was the performance of Joel Embiid last night, Rob. Victor Wimbanyama steps into the building and Joel MB baptizes him into the NBA by putting 70 on him. Now, it wasn't all on Victor, but he went for 70 points, 18 rebounds, five dimes, shot 24 of 41 from the floor, 21 of 23 from the line. Victor had 33 when Banyam and seven rebounds, but uh, obviously paled in comparison to what Embiid did, Rob. That's the highest scoring game in the history of the 76ers. And Rob, obviously, you know, Wilt Chamberlain played there and Allen Iverson played there and Julius Irving and Moses Malone and Charles Barkley all played in Philadelphia. So for uh, Embiid to do that, set that record, Rob, is very impressive. Uh, did you see any? I tell you what, watching that game, and he he unloaded the entire clip, inside moves, roll into the basket, post ups, of course the mid range jumper. Rob, we used to say Patrick Ewing was the best big man jump shooter. Obviously, it's a different game today, so he is not that anymore. But Joel Embiid, his mid range jump shot. I I don't know who shoots it better. And I'm talking about Kevin Durant, Devin Booker. Like, this dude is virtually automatic from the mid-range. He's great. He's great. And so what I'll throw out to you is this. So we'll get to a topic. Is he now, Rob, showing that he's the best player in the NBA? No way, no how.
1: And if the Spurs were smart, what they should have whispered in his ear during that game was postseason, playoffs. (laughs) Maybe he would have missed some buckets. Because he ain't automatic when the playoffs start. And that's the issue why I can't say that, Chris. And I'm not the performance. We had the TV on. Uh, We were watching the game. I saw all, you're right, he emptied his bag of tricks and did everything under the sun. Saw a lot of it. The game was out of reach for the most part, and uh, you know, when he was able to continue to do his thing and get to seventy. I'm, I'm not so sure I like the picture of him holding up the paper sign like Wilt did. Wilt, like, with the when he scored the hundred points, um, where he had seventy and holding the ball, just kind of like a, it was kind of corny, like trying to recreate <laughs> it. Seventy ain't a hundred, Chris. Like it just ain't.
2: Well, but anyway, I'm gonna say this, Rob. If he he played he scored seventy in thirty seven minutes. If he had played forty eight minutes, I think he could have came close. He might. I, have. I'm not even playing. He might have, but I'm just like, saying. I, I can't. Will, he's at Rob. He is averaging more points per minute than Will Chamberlain averaged the year he scored hundred and averaged fifty.
1: Yeah, but it's easier to score now. There's no doubt about. It. Well, it was easy to
2: score back then too. I know, but I'm just saying, but but we've seen – When Will played,
1: it was easy to score too. Yeah, but we've seen an unbelievable uh, uh, ease in scoring points and all these guys, and I'm not taking anything away from him. He did his thing. I I just say, when you look at his scoring average, Chris, didn't it go down 10 points in the postseason?
2: Well, that's where I agree with you. That's that's all I'm going to say is,
1: like, if we're going to hold other people and their postseasons against them – and that was the argument made against the Joker about, oh, yep. he can't win another MVP. He didn't play well enough in the playoffs. Look at his playoff, blah, blah, playoff, playoff. And now we're going to look at Embiid and go, oh, he's the best player in the league. I, I, I'm not going to co-sign that.
2: What I will say, and I'm an MVP voter, he's the MVP right now. I, I agree with you. I would not say he's better than Jokic. You got to do it in the playoffs. I'm sorry. And it's not even just about winning the championship. Obviously, that's what you want. And we will harp on you it. Can't you can't be 10 do. points off your scoring average, right. Chris. Last year, Rob, his scoring average in the playoffs dropped from 33 a game to 24. His field goal percentage dropped from 55% to 43. You can't have it. And part of MB's problem, I don't know. Now, we'll see. Time will go on. I think others and myself have given him the benefit of the doubt in that I don't think it's melting down. Like James Harden, Rob, I think there's something mental that in, in some big moments he tightens up. I don't think that's the issue with Embiid. I don't think. But I think what it is is, Rob, every postseason it seems like he's banged up. He might play, but he'll generally miss a game or two. And then he'll play. And when he plays, he's still hindered and hampered. And that's been his problem. But, if you know, we'll have to see. Maybe it is a a mental block or or tightening up or something, as we've seen with other players. But you're right. Like, he has to deliver in the playoffs. And it's interesting, Rob, because Brendan Haywood, who former player who was calling the game last night, did a really good job and does a good job uh, commentating but he made a good point, an interesting point. He said he thinks these Sixers are a lot like the Nuggets in these ways. As you said, Rob, last year, the Joker, before they won the championship, everybody, oh, we can't give him the MVP. To your point, they were re- kind of criticizing for getting the two because he hadn't really done much, right. you know, relatively speaking, in the playoffs. Uh and that's one thing. Obviously, Embiid's in that boat. Secondly, Rob, the next to the Joker, their second guy is uh, Jamal Murray, a combo guard who's a scorer, but not yet like a perennial all-star. Well, who's the second guy in Philly? Tyrese Maxey, a combo guard who's a scorer, not yet really a perennial all-star. They had Aaron Gordon or Michael Porter Jr. as the third guy. They got Tobias Harris in Philly. Both had depth. Like, both well coached. Like, there's some similarities. And I'll tell you what, Philly, I, you know, we haven't made our picks or anything for the playoffs and anything yet. But I'm telling you, man, they're for real. MB looks like he's on a mission. I get it. If a lot of people are like, I'll believe it when I see it. That's fair. But Rob, he looks different. He doesn't, his game doesn't look as, I used to say, and I don't mean this as a knock, but I felt he had like a lazy game, just his body language, his movements. It just looked lethargic, even as effective as he was. Doesn't look as much that way anymore. Uh, maybe he's in better shape, better health, but, um, you know, he is balling out and 36 points a game, Rob. Uh, 12, 11 and a half rebounds, getting to the line 12 times a night. Yeah, Shoot but see, here, here's the
1: problem, football. though, where Denver was able to do what it did in the West to get there. I'm not so sure even MB with what he's doing is good enough to get them where they need to get to out of the East, and that's the difference. At With his numbers, I still look at them, Chris, behind Boston, Um. Behind Milwaukee and I, I'm not going to say the Heat. I would say behind the those two teams. Proved. The Heat
2: have improved. No, know, I know, the but, I, but I'm not going like to say I the Heat it.
1: even though they made it to the finals. I still would say they're the third best team out of the East and that's with be playing like that. So, I, you know, I, I get it. I'm not knocking him for what he's doing, but he could do all that and still not make it to the finals.
2: No, they got a shot though. I, I, I think they look better than Milwaukee right now. Now, what I want to see, and Nurse has done a good job of getting him inside a little more than in the past. You know I've always harped on i like to see him a little more inside. I mean, I don't want to take away his perimeter game because it's so good. But he's, like, when you talk about playing a Boston, he's going to have to punish them inside because they can trade jumpers with you. So he's going to have to, like, get guys in foul trouble He's going to have to get to the line an exorbitant amount of times and really, you know, work them inside because I don't think just you know, exchanging jumpers with them is necessarily the way to beat Boston. And to be honest, he's going to have to try to do that against uh my Milwaukee as well and Miami. I mean, that that just should be a bigger part of his game and it's getting there. So uh but he the dude is fantastic. I mean, He is. His game is. All right. It's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. We got our man John Mitchell coming up to talk about MB. That's next. Keep it locked. Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio.
1: Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day
4: on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. On Purpose's mission is to create impactful conversations to help you become happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. What's up, everybody?
3: This is Stephen A. Smith.
4: When I'm not at my day job
3: first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, Listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
2: I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy.
3: My best hopes,
6: I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it.
3: I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of.
1: I get the impression that you don't
2: Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the iCouple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We're live from the TyreRight.com studios. And shortly after the show, guys, our podcast will go up. And if you've missed any of today's show, be sure to check out the pod. Just search iCouple wherever you get your podcasts. And also follow Ray and review the podcast. Again, just search Odd Couple wherever you get your podcast, and then you'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. And also tell your neighbors, your friends, your family, your loved ones, everybody about The Odd Couple because The Odd Couple is blowing up, and you don't want them to miss any of the show. Trolling or rolling? is at the bottom of the hour with our man Martin Weiss. You want to keep it locked for that. But in the time being, Rob, we got to talk about Kevin Durant. And uh, Kevin Durant believes, Rob, that he should be in the GOAT conversation. All right? He told the Arizona Republic, uh, he was asked, why Why don't you think you're in the GOAT conversation, KD, you know? Um, and KD said it's because he was he went to the Warriors. He said, why shouldn't I be in it? That's the question you should ask. Why not? What haven't I done? And that question gives props to our man Dwayne Rankin from the Arizona Republic who asked uh, – KD that question and uh, got that answer. Rob, I'm gonna let you start. I I just Kevin
1: Durant (laughs) is a fantastic basketball player, one of the all time greats. I don't have. I, I just what is there bad to say about him, Chris? But he's not in that conversation. I'm I'm sorry, people. Kobe Bryant, Chris. A lot of players love whatever. He's won more championships. Right. Played yep. 20 years with the Lakers, all this other stuff. He's not he's not in that conversation. I know people like to put him in there, but that's not a cop. You think the all time greatest there are 10 people you're talking about? Like, I'm just saying, like, like that can't. there's no such list. If there were 10 people on that list, Chris. You d- so Kevin Durant's had a fantastic career. Uh, you know, of late, thank God he's playing, but better. He's healthy. He's playing great. A, a number of years he's been hurt, moving around. Dude, I'm not taking anything away. You went to a team that already won a championship without you. You went, and you didn't go along for the ride. You were MVP twice, and and they probably would have won again if mm-hmm. if he didn't get hurt. So I love all that about Kevin Durant. But I, but if I, if you want to put him next to Michael Jordan. And LeBron James, I just don't think he's on that plateau. I just, I just don't, and that's not a, a diss of it's him. It's not his even ability. a knock.
2: It's it is not, not a knock. I'm sorry, and you're right. Like, like nobody in their right mind would deny that Kevin Durant is an all time great player. And I'm, he's at, definitely Rob. I'd say a top twenty five player, maybe a top twenty player. Probably most people probably have him top twenty. But there is no way he's in the goat conversation. And Rob, the only time it has ever even been brought up, the only time that he is that he's ever been discussed in the goat conversation, is now. Right. I mean, I really <laughs> like like you don't. If you're in the goat conversation. Others should put you in it. It's not gonna be because you said, "Hey, why well, am not I not in why, the goal. Why aren't am you guys I not talking about me?
1: Exactly. I mean, I like and to I'm hear gonna that. give.
2: He said, "What haven't I done?" And, and I'm I'm not even gonna. I don't want to say it in don't an insulting pick tone career. to right. KD. No, because he's he is awesome and and he's a great player. I'm glad he got his rings. I was one of the few that didn't kill him when he nationally when he went to Golden State. Uh, he played well. It was a, a very similar to what LeBron did. Obviously, LeBron didn't go to a team that had beaten him, but in the playoffs, but still he he did join some great players. Um, but here's KD said, What haven't I done? And I'm I'm just gonna say it matter of factly, Rob. I think there are generally three players in the GOAT conversation. Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I
1: agree. I I agree. There are a lot of play. Those are the three that you really – I mean, Wilt isn't really in it. No. Wilt's
2: not really – he's got all those numbers, but he only won two rings. Larry Bird, for goodness sake, isn't in it. He's never – nobody's really been – Shaq isn't in it. Magic. Some – to some – magic's right there on the periphery. But for the most part, he's not really in it.
1: He's considered an all time great, and you might put him on your Chris.
2: He's right. Right. I mean, about as close as you can get to the GOAT conversation without actually being in it. But here's the thing, Rob Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kevin Durant. What were they that Kevin Durant's not? All time great defenders. Yep. All time great defenders. Like Katie said, what haven't I done? That That's what you haven't done. You've never made an all-defensive team. LeBron James made six all-defensive teams. Michael Krim, made one, Abdul 10? Jabbar made 12. Michael Jordan made nine and was a defensive player of the year. Right. Like, that. that's it. I mean, KD is a great scorer. I won't go as far as some. I heard Kendrick Perkins say today uh, that he's the greatest, greatest scorer ever. No, he's not. Michael Jordan's the greatest scorer ever. I like so, Kendrick in his absolute terms, but I'm always wondering about I love Kendrick. We've had him on the show, we, we, friend Remember, of the he show. started we, doing he something with else. us before he went to ESPN. Yep, and God bless yep. him. I, I, that's a great brother, and I'm happy for his success. But, no, he's not the greatest scorer of all time. But he's mainly a scorer. He's not a passer like LeBron or a passer like Magic. Um he mainly scores. Kareem, obviously a defender, rebounder, Because if you say because of his size, but still a great rebounder. Um, LeBron was obviously a tremendous passer along with scoring. And Michael Jordan was a fantastic defender along with scoring. Like, they, they did more than just score. And, you know, again, I don't want to tear apart KD's resume because it's a great one. But he is just not. I, Rob, I, I think the only way, because, you know, KD talks about basketball in terms like, I just want to get better every day. I, it's almost like he, he likes to even, you know, he hasn't said this to my knowledge, but it's, it's kind of like downplaying the, that it's really about winning and it's really just about mastering the game right and and just getting your skills up and you know go you playing against the game you're not really even playing against the opponent I, if i'm wrong that's fine but th- I'm, this kind of the feel sometimes i get from the way kd talks about the game and i'm wondering is he thinking rob skill wise come on i got handle I can pass. And we get it for I'm his height and tall. all that. Damn. I can shoot with anybody. Like, come on. Skill for skill, nobody's better than me. But I would say to KD, first of all, even that skill for skill, like you're not the go in that regard. Um, but it's not about that. Rob, how many times do we see a nondescript player, sometimes an international player, win the skills competition at All-Star Weekend? Right. It ain't about just how we can dribble the best, shoot the best, rebound the best and all that. It's about who is the best. Who has the most impact?
1: One hundred percent. It it ain't it's it's totally different. Uh about just skills. And we understand that he has tremendous skills. Yes. And is a great player. One of the all time greats. But to even think that you're in like a in a GO conversation, it's that so few people are in that conversation chris that it's it's almost it i don't want to use the term i'll say something else but it it just doesn't make any sense like like to really ask that question and the reporter who got him to talk about this or even brought it up he could have brought up the defensive aspect you know what i mean as a pushback yep. i would have loved to have heard what he said when he said well whatever what 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 don't i do well rattled off oh, the guys. numbers you yep. said chris and then i would love to hear a, what what his comeback would be on why you haven't excelled defensively like some of the all time great players?
2: Yeah, Yeah. No, no doubt, Rob. That that would it would have been interesting to hear KD's answer. And I wish KD had not even gone there. I mean, it's a fun topic to talk about. It's it gives us you know fodder for the show. But in in bringing this up, Rob. He probably, like you said, we, we've kind of, and, and I think the right thing, because he's a great player. So you don't want to, like, talk about his career, his accomplishments, his ability in a way that makes it, you know, that belittles it. Right. We're not trying but to do that. Right. I'm with you. Because he is I, because absolutely he's a fantastic. Track. But he's probably heard comments or read comments in in reaction to this that have done just that. You know what I mean? That have made it like and, – and it's probably – like he's probably taking some shots that he didn't need to take, you know, because, you know, he, he's not – he's just not. Sha- Rob, Shaq's
1: not. And Shaq was unstoppable, Chris. Those three championships they won in a row – Nobody could do anything right. with Shaq. I mean, that right. was as dominant as you could be. It was like, get out of the way or be posterized, Chris. Like, it was ridiculous. No doubt. No doubt. The only person but who could stop Shaq in the
2: conversation. was Miss Free throws. That was it. Yeah. Nah, no, no doubt. No doubt. And so, you know, if KD, I mean, you make a statement like that, whatever, and I'll I, I throw, you know, People would like, and you know this, Rob, to also see him win a championship outside of Golden State.
1: Yeah, and and you know what? Going to Brooklyn and trying to make that happen, Chris, that was admirable.
2: I, yes, I, I remember feeling like, man, I'm 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 with KD trying to go somewhere. Me too. That was that
1: admirable shirt. to be like, nope. I'm going to try to do this on my own. Go do something else. Blah 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 blah. But it didn't work.
2: Nah, and and maybe it would have. You know, you and I both believed in Andrews. them. Had they stay healthy, it. it I mean, we feel like it would have worked, but it just didn't. Injuries and, you know, the vaccine, you know, Kyrie wouldn't get the vaccination, all of that stuff. Then, then guys start demanding trades. But if he, I mean, he, look, leading Phoenix to the championship wouldn't put him in the GOAT conversation either, but it would be more people, Rob would, you know, I mean, it would definitely enhance his legacy. That's really what people want to see. And a lot of people do feel that way, Rob, that, hey, not, you know, like you said, he didn't ride the bus. I mean, he was great in Golden State. Right. But, he won
1: finals MVPs two years in a row. Yeah, so, so it but that was that kind a team
2: that proved it, that they could win it without him. And in anything, Rob, you you want to feel needed, right? And them winning it without him and when, both before he got there and after he got there. Um, You know, that that takes a little chip out of you winning it there. And so um, he went out and won some championships with Phoenix, which I don't think is going to happen. But if he did that, he could get in it. But, you know, KD, look, don't feel bad because people don't put you in the GOAT conversation. Because you are a tremendous player and all-time great. But there's three guys really in that GOAT conversation. Pretty much it. Three guys. And uh, you ain't one of them. All right. 877 99 on Fox. 877 996 6369. Your thoughts on KD? Should he be in the GOAT conversation? What do you think? Fox Sports Radio. I come.
0: Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play?